0: This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community, and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Trust God and know that the fast we had was a new beginning for us all. And if you partook of it with a faithful heart, it's like you have a new lease of life. Old things, old failures, old mistakes, old mishaps, are passed away. And on Friday night, I was sharing, and I said, listen, what God does for us as human beings is that he gives us that extraordinary faith that whenever you make up your mind, you want to do something. Nobody can stop you. And God recognizes that, just like when he recognized the uh, builders of the Tower of Babel, he said to his council, the Trinity, he said, (laughs) these people, if we do not go down to stop them, they will build this tower and things will scatter. So they came down to confuse the language of the people, to make sure they could not. It was impossible for them to achieve their decision. But if you make up your mind, and I said it on Friday, I said Friday was a turning point for all of us. Friday was a new beginning for all of us. Friday was a point when you decided how you want your life to turn out going forward. Forget the mistakes of the past. Forget it. Why? Because God gives you a new list of life in any situation, no matter how dark that situation looks. You look at the situation from the eyesight and viewpoint of the Holy Spirit, not from the eyesight of the flesh. If you look from the outside um, um, viewpoint of the flesh, you will crash. There's no doubt about it because what you see in the Spirit is nothing compared to what God is showing you. That's why we must be people of faith, not of the flesh. If you operate in the flesh, the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. And whenever you look at the Bible, you look at people's situations. If you're a good student of the Bible, you will look at people who are nearly at the point of death. In every dimension, whether physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, socially, uh, psychologically, everything. You see them, they were there at the point of death, at the graveyard at the, at the graveside, and they were rejoicing. You are seeing Stephen being stoned, and he's rejoicing. Why are you being stoned? Somebody is stoning you. You are on your way to heaven, and you are rejoicing. Because there was a better thing on the opposite side of heaven. You are seeing Joseph in prison, and Joseph is beginning to uh, interpret dreams, things he could not do successfully when he was outside prison. He was doing them in prison. Why? Because there's a, there's a, there's a greater glory ahead. You are seeing Elijah, who is looking at a dry situation this season it had not rained for three and a half years and yet Elijah said to Ahab there is the sound of the what abundance of rain not just rain not just uh, what's it called raindrops the abundance of rain so when you have a situation where you say human being cannot help me you're in a good place say I'm in a good place why because the only person who can take you out of that situation is the almighty God And there is no greater privilege for God to take you out of the jaws of the lion. Who would have said that Daniel would come out the next day? How is it possible for a human being to go into a lion's den where there are lions? Brethren, These lions, they were hungry. Lions are always hungry. Physically, it doesn't make sense. But when he came out the next day, the people who sent him there, they dropped them into the lion's den before they hit the ground. The lion had finished them. I'm not talking physically. And that's what you must know. After this verse, I'm not speaking physically. I'm not speaking to you in the flesh. I never speak in the flesh. And I never know any man or woman after the flesh. Never. When I look at you, I check your spiritual identity. Then I deal with you accordingly. Because if you deal with a human being with their physical identity, you make mistakes. Praise the Lord. So, be sure, brethren, that Let me just check my notes. I don't want to go over or leave anything out because there are just so many of them. And I want to make sure we keep to time today. Don't be surprised when things you have given up on begin to resurrect. After this fast, don't be surprised. When things you have forgotten about, good things that you wanted in the past and they did not happen, they start to come up again. You'll be looking and thinking, is this real? That's the word I got. I got a specific word for someone. That somebody whose old flame has gone and you have forgotten about them will come back. And this time around, it won't be fake like the last time. It will be for real. That's what I received. So when you get that one, you come and give the testimony when it is complete. Not when he appears. Don't come and say, "Ah, my boyfriend that went to whatever. Don't say it then. Say it when the testimony is complete. Praise the Lord. Somebody say amen. Revelation knowledge is what will take you forward if you want to have a life of no regrets. Revelation knowledge is what will take you forward. Let me first of all go through some things that you need to start to work on with more discipline and determination from now on. One, support the work of God. Number one, support the work of God. You need to plan your life. You need to plan your life around how you are going to support the work of God. Why? You need to create your future afresh. So that all the things you have always wanted to do, you need to start doing them now. Support the work of God. The Bible says it. That my sister was saying about empty seats. Support the work of God. If we support the work of God, God will support our own work. The Bible says it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing will be added unto you. Brethren, there is nothing you can do to buy God's commitments other than giving him everything you are in support of his work. Nothing. Nothing better, rather. That's what I mean. Nothing better you can do. If God sees that you are supporting my work, there is no, it is impossible. I have a word of God over my life. He said to me, when I first gave my life to Christ, I don't know whether he knew that you know this girl needs reassurance. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I didn't just read it in the Bible, I heard it in my ears and all my life. Whatever situation I have gone through, God has never left me and he has never forsaken me. Why? He keeps his word. He's the only living being who has the ability to say and yet make it also come to pass. God is not like human beings. You know, human beings, they will promise you heaven and earth. They will tell you all kinds of different and sweet things and yet they can't deliver. And sometimes it's not even deliberate. It's not deliberate, they can't deliver, not because they don't want to deliver, but because they cannot. Human beings are the f- most... You know, somebody was saying, I can't remember who said, they said on Friday, they say Hosanna, on S- so, uh, which day was it? By the other day, they are saying, crucify him. It's the same human being in front of you can tell you one thing in the morning and the second thing in the afternoon. So why do you want to put your, your, your faith in a human being that, that's just flesh? Incapable of keeping to commitments. Why do you want to believe a human being's word against the word of God? Believe God. Believe God. Let let there be a word that you can hold on to. Even when you are drowning, you hold on to that word. It will come through for you. Why? Because he is God. He's not human. And that's why we need to start dealing with God in a different dimension. After this fast, the second half of the fast is going to be from the 1st of December to the 21st of December. And that fast will be for 2020. Mark my words. That fast is a make or break. This one is like preparation. And from now on, we must make up our minds to be disciplined with God. I've said it. I was saying, sh- sharing this in the first service. I said, listen, a lot of us Christians are not serious. We're not disciplined. Even me. There are some things I've had to change during this fast. Some, th- some decisions I've had to make. I said, ah, no, God, this one, ah, ah, it's you and me. It's a matter of me and you together and we're going to walk through this thing together and we will see on the other side. And I know God will deliver. How? I don't know. Did anybody know that there was a way through the wilderness? Did anybody know that there was a way through the Red Sea? Even Moses, God didn't tell him. He didn't tell him how he was going to bring the Israelites to the other side, but he got them there. Why? He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He does. So, walk for God, brethren. That's, that should be your first, that one should be one of the first decisions you make. How to be more serious to support the work of God. Find something to do in the church. If you, don't have, um, um, uh, if you don't have the time, or you say you don't have the time, because really human beings, they make time for what is important to them. If somebody tells you I don't have time, it's because that thing is not a priority. That's the truth. You will make time, regardless of what it is, for what is really important to you. You will make the money available for what is really important to you. If the work of God is important to you, you need to give. Change your giving. If you don't, it's up to you. The truth is your loss. Because God will do whatever he wants to do, with or without you. If you jump on the bandwagon, you benefit. If you don't, it's your loss. Praise the Lord. So that's the first thing. The second thing is... talents. Utilize everything you have. What's your excuse? 71 years of age, living her dream. What's your excuse? You have You are in a, 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 a country where if you want to study uh, a, a, a while you are lying down on your bed, you can study. If you want to study while you are in the aeroplane, you can study. If you want to study on bubble bath inside your bathroom, You can study. You can do anything you want to do. What's your your excuse? Tell me. Afraid of human beings. What they will say about you. (laughs) I pity you. If you live by the word of man, you will die by the word of man. They will kill you. They will will bury you and put flowers on your grave and they will be crying. Because human beings will criticize you. You don't want to live your dream. If anybody is saying anything contrary to your dream, block them. Don't share your secrets with them. Don't cast your pearls before swine. Dreams are precious and they need encouraging and comforting voices. They need to be you know, watered. They need to be, need to be uh, fertilized. And good words will help your dream to live. And I know, you know, when people talk to me, I listen with an inner ear. There are two ladies in this church that are present here right now. They will never know that they said some things to me that have catapulted my faith to the heavens. They will never know. They don't know. Two of them. And they were saying the same thing. I couldn't believe it. But when I hear their voices in my head, it encourages me. I say, God, this lady said this. I tell God, I said this lady said this. This one said this. There are three. Two are here. One is not here. Listen with the ear of the spirit. Don't listen with the flesh. If you listen with the flesh, you will be be crying every day and nobody will pity you because it's only you and your God that are together. But some of us are in good jobs, steady jobs, comfortable jobs, but we're not living our dream. We're just, you know, living a life. And you know what? The interesting thing is this. Your talent, your dream, and God's perfect will for you is a threefold call that cannot be broken. Your talent, Listen to me carefully. Your talent, what you are good at naturally. Well, they don't even need to give you exam. You have already passed. There are some people. Who, I, 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 in fact, I saw one. T- there was somebody. Somebody was telling me um, something um, about them. They fast track They fast this um, this person from one class to another without exam because they know that there's no need to waste time putting this person through an exam. They know they d- there's no need. Just put them in, this, in the next uh, the next level or the next stage. Because there's no need. Why? Natural talent speaks for itself. And that's God's will for you. And that's what we're praying for on Friday night. We said, ask God to give you an umbrella breakthrough. That umbrella breakthrough is a repositioning, a relocating of wherever you are, mistake or whatever you are doing, or whatever you are doing, and taking you from that place, plugging you into that place. We're talking about your dream, your talent, God-given vision. What God called you for. Plug you into it. Once you are there, Everything else will fall into place. Mark it. That's what we prayed about on Friday. So your talent is too important. I don't even want to go into scriptures right now because I want to cover a good solid ground. Die empty. Don't die full. Don't come to this world with all your your talents and go back to heaven without using them. Who told you you can't study again? I know a sister. This sister has done so many courses. She can sew, she can design. She's uh, now doing leather bag uh, making. She can make bags, but she said she wanted to to study how to make bags in leather. She she can sell, she buys, she sells. I was just looking at her. How could one human being have all these talents? And she's working all of them one by one. Some of us have five, six, seven talents. We're only using one. I mean your heart, deep in your heart you know you are not fulfilled. I'm not saying I'm not talking about having a good house, a good car, being able to pay your bills. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about divine fulfillment. Because when you go back to heaven, brethren, all of you that are looking at me here, when you go back to heaven, God will ask you, I gave you 5 talents, you only used 2. What did you do with the other 3? You will give account. And do you know, brethren, that not utilizing all your talents while you are here on earth it will decide whether you go to heaven or to hell. Go and read it. Matthew 25. Read it. Read it. I don't want to read it for you. Go home and read it. You came to this world. You had five talents. You used two. You went back to God. You're not getting into heaven, no. That's why I said this fast track blessing should fast track us from wherever we are wasting our time to get to where we really need to be. God is the only person. Listen to me. Say this after me. It's not over until God says it is over. You are not saying it with confidence. It's not over until God says it is over. That means God is the person that determines what happens to you. Relationships. (laughs) Relationships. Despite the differences in the family, let there always be care and love and patience. Relationships are key. Review, revalue, and re. Charge your relationships so that at the end of the day, when we are here living earth, brethren, we can look back and say, yes, I did my best in that relationship. Even when you are not getting the correct vibe from the opposite side, do your best. So that you can give account. When you give account to God, you'll be able to say, Lord, ah." he says, as much as lies within my power, be at peace with all men. This was the effort I made. You can give accounts." At any point in time, you can give account. At any point, you can give account. You are not ashamed that, ah, this person was uh, acting funny, so me too, I acted funny. You know, every time I try to think like that, somebody did something to me, I can't remember what it was. I think somebody sent me a funny email or something like that, I can't remember. And then I said, okay, I, I understand what you are saying, and I was going to cut off. I said, because you offended me, I was going to cut off, uh, uh, not, not send her She asked me something else, and then I said, I'm not going to reply. And I said to the Lord, I think I better stop this. She has irritated me. She has disappointed me. She made a promise, and she didn't fulfill it, so I'm not answering. And I really did not answer. Two, three days. It was as if the Spirit of God was saying, you have not answered that email. I said, Lord, I don't think I should. I don't need to talk to her again. And the Spirit of God said, God said, (laughs) and she's not even a Christian. Can you imagine? Bad example. So I've made up my mind. I'm going to return the email. I'm going to respond. Because the Spirit of God is talking to me. Do your best. Give accounts. Make sure you are at peace with all men. It says, let your conscience be, be devoid of, of offense towards God and toward man. So at any point in time, it doesn't matter or whatever, I must always be able to give a good account. If I've offended somebody, I will go and I beg. Sorry, you don't be angry. Don't be annoyed. Make sure you can give a good account at any point in time. God forbid, what if the trumpet sounds now? As I am standing here, so there's nobody except that lady. I'll go and, in fact, after this message, I'll go and send it email now. That's the person I know I've no answered. But Any other person? For now, I've not I, I, my account. Well, let me see. As far as I know, maybe you, maybe I've you offended. Hey, let me give you a, a this thing. If I've offended you and you, I I don't know about it, make sure you tell me. You know, my birthday is coming up on the thirtieth of September. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> sure you tell me so that my conscience is clear. If you are still offended, maybe I offended you and I apologize and you have not yet forgiven. Just tell me, Pastor I'm still angry with you. In fact, if you see me kneeling down for anybody before you leave this church, the person has come to tell me that I'm offended I will kneel down. I will. True. I don't want anybody to scatter my blessing. I don't. Relationships are important. Your time, your skills, your money. Make sure you work for God. I'll keep on um, coming back to that. You must travel. You must travel. You must travel. Why am I saying you must travel? Who can tell me? Why am I saying that one of the things you must do so that you have a life of no regrets is to travel? I'm not talking about traveling to Nigeria. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. I didn't say you should buy ticket and go to Nigeria. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about travel. Who can tell me why I'm saying that? How many people here love traveling? Eh? You love traveling. You are good people. Why? Why did I say travel is important? Who can tell me? Sorry? Gives you exposure. Yes? Anybody else? Why? How? That's very cryptic. How How does it help you to position yourself? I don't get that. Rev- reveal, reveal, reveal. Give me knowledge. How? I don't get it. How does traveling help you do that? No, I mean travel to other countries. I mean traveling around. Yes, Gassi. Gassi, do you have a loud voice? I don't think we have a mic, but yeah, tell me. Why? Opens your mind to other people, to cultures, Tunji. Thank you. It gives you a new perception and insight to things you don't know. You get to see the 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 amazing things that God has created. You stop thinking that in your little corner where you are the lord god master madam and the waiting call when you see other things you say wow and I thought I was really something Then you realize that you are just a mini speck of dust sorry thank you when you are thinking you are the, 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 the alpha and omega you will find out that you are really actually the, the, the zero you haven't even started. You're thinking, I am are, I, In fact, I heard somebody one day say something. I said, che Jehovah, I, I pity this person because it's like you don't have a clue. Ah, wow. It broadens your mind. Make up your mind to travel. Don't stay in Croydon. Go to. Ah, Jehovah. I can't remember. Oh, it was Pastor Debo. I've shared it with you before. So you might be bored by this story. You might just be bored by this story. But Pastor Debo was saying it one time. For those who, who, who were not, you, if you heard it, then you are hearing it again. He himself, he shares story over and over and over. We're never tired. He said once, he said, you think you have money. You think you have money. And you are doing Shakariah, You can't do this. You can't pay tithes. You can't You can't do this. He said, the king, uh, which, which country was it? The wife of the king of somewhere, either um, Qatar. Came to London to shop. She bought for three days Harrods. Nothing she didn't buy. When she was taking her things back to, to wherever, Qatar, she, the, the, the pilots of her plane said, oh ma, we will get a cargo plane to carry the stuff back. She said, me, cargo plane, go and buy a new plane they bought a new, brand new plane. (laughs) I'm not joking. I'm not joking. They stripped out all the seats. It was a passenger plane. They stripped out all the seats. They put the stuff there, flew it back to Qatar. Do you know the thing she bought, filled that plane, she put them in a warehouse for two years. She didn't even go near what she bought. And you're talking that you have money. You're doing shakara that you have money. Level past Level are you talking about? Go and visit different places. Then your eyes will open. You will no longer be an ignoramus illiterate. Honestly. I'll just be looking and I'll say, hey, Jehovah God, please do. Ha. Anyway, praise the Lord. Moving on swiftly. Uh, read. read. Read, 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 read far and wide. Readers are leaders. There's so much to learn out there. Read. Pick up a book and read. Do you know that in the last period of this fast, I've read about six books in the last three weeks or four weeks. Six. I've never done it before. Who was it that says, say, do what you have never done before so that you can receive what you have never gotten before. I've read about six books. And the rate at which I'm reading now is like, can't you stop reading? I can't. I can't. I have to read. I've, I've started two books since between last night and today. I've started reading in fact, the, I, I, I'm just consumed with the desire to read. And I can see the difference. I can see the difference. I can see the difference in how I'm thinking. I can see the difference in how I'm receiving from God. I'm, I can see the difference in what I want to do next. So read. You have to read. Why? There are, there are, there are um, um, I don't know what it's called, muscles in your brain that need to be exercised for you to become who. God's best version of who you are. You will never do it without reading. You need to read far and wide. Please. It's a challenge. And finally, your legacy, your children. Your legacy. Leave an inheritance for your children's children. I was thinking to myself, what savings account have you opened for your children? Every month there must be something you have opened for your children. If you don't do anything else, put something in it. You have to. You don't have a choice. If you don't have any other thing, put something in that savings account specifically for those children. It's too important going forward. And finally, don't allow yourself to live in the shadow of your past. If you do, you will remain where you have always been. You will never move forward. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comment on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydentavernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.